we're about halfway through the season. There's still a long way to go. But right now, I think they're my tip to definitely make the grand final. John Aloisi, the, the hmm. coach. Yeah, people don't rate him. And I'm not quite sure why. Welcome back, uh, Couch Critics. Hope you're doing well right now. Uh, you're joined by Brad and Samuel here for another episode. Um, today, as the title is suggesting, we're going to be talking about Western United. Uh, probably not everyone's favourite team in the competition, but by far the team that has taken this competition by storm. Currently top of the ladder after four and a half point six weeks. I don't know. How, how many rounds? <laughs> so we played 14 and a half. I don't know. Whatever. Um, they're killing it. They're top of the ladder right now. Uh, before yep. we get into it, we really appreciate it. If you could give this video a like, if we can try and hit 25 likes for this video, that'd be fantastic. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed yet, can you please do that? We'd really appreciate it. It really helps with the channel. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. Western United, uh, one of our expansion teams that joined the competition a couple of years ago. First season, a game away from the grand final. Last mm -hmm. season, they kind of slipped away towards the last six, seven weeks and uh, really bombed out. They were in a good chance of making the finals. They just bombed out and Mark Redan got the sack. And they've brought in John Aloisi, who you could probably say is the, the big difference at Western United uh, this season. Uh, Sammy, what have you made of Western United? Uh, actually, I think Wanderers have lost to them twice. I think your team's lost to them twice or they've had a loss and a couple of draws. A uh, draw and a loss. Yeah, yeah. lost just uh, last night uh, as we record this. Um, yeah, look, we're... 13, 12, 14, depending on which team <laughs> rounds into the season. Um, it'll, it'll be almost level at about 15 rounds by the end of Feb. Um, they've been really good. Mm. You know, they don't have a lot of fans uh, in, you know, reality, you know, physical fans or uh, just kind of amongst A-League circles. And yet they really should because, I mean, as a football club, that's a, that's pretty good record to to go to the semi-final one year uh in your first year hmm. uh, not making the finals in the second year was a bit rough they, they looked good for a lot of that season and, and then just kind of fell off a cliff and, and now to be what doing what they're doing um that really should be attracting people so uh i think they've been playing really good football i think we both actually tipped them to be quite high in our pre-season predictions so you know, good to see us couch critics know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I don't know if I picked them. I'm sure we'll, we'll skip back to it. I, I definitely picked them in the six. I think I uh, hmm. boldly stated all the Victorian and the New South Welsh club, uh, the Sydney clubs would uh, qualify for the finals. And I'm probably just going to miss out on my Wanderers boys, um, but I'll probably get the rest right. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we did rate like on paper. Hmm. I, I thought they had on their day, they could really be up the top end of the ladder and, Lo and behold, it's where they are at the moment. Obviously, you know, we're, we're about halfway through the season. There's still a long way to go. But right now, I think they're my tip to definitely make the grand final. Will they win it? Okay. It's hard to, hard to tell, but I really do think they're going to make the grand final at this rate. It will it's hard to see them having the same kind of drop-off in form that they had last season. And I think that's largely down to the players. Before we, before we look at players maybe that have kind of mm. stood out and, and been successful for them this season, uh, it might be worth just chatting about John Aloisi, the, the mm. coach, uh, because people don't rate him that highly. He, he, when he got announced as the new Western 
United coach. Uh, There's a lot of murmurs around soccer Twitter. Um, people didn't, yeah, people don't rate him. And I'm not quite sure why. He, he did good things mm. with Brisbane. Uh, Melbourne Heart were a bit of a difficult club when he was there. And so I don't think you could judge him. That was also his first, you know, senior yeah. coaching yeah. job. Um, and so he's learned kind of each time. It's quite interesting that a player, you know, who was a striker and played in, in quite a technical and attacking league like La Liga mm. um, favours a really solid defensive kind of play. But I think he, he understands football in Australia. He mm. understands actually you can let some of those better teams have the ball, uh, have their opportunities, ride your luck sometimes, and then just hit them on the counter. Uh, snatch a goal here or there. They've definitely got the quality in that front third to to hurt teams. And then when those transition moments happen, I, I think John Aloisi's really set them up well. Uh, what have you made of John Aloisi? Yeah, I think similar to you, I I probably didn't understand the extreme hate he got as a coach. Um, yeah, he probably didn't perform amazingly uh, in his two gigs, but um, yeah, I've been really impressed with. Uh, how he's got Western United playing. They're set up really well defensively. They're so tight, so compact, and they're re- really willing to absorb a lot of pressure. Um, I've noticed the two games the Wanderers have played, to be honest, uh, at least the one we played on Sunday, Gorn, when that freakish bicycle kick was scored, uh, Scorpion goal was scored. Yeah. We should have won that game. Like, we we dominated chances. Um, but Western United only need a couple of chances. <laughs> Bless you. Western United only need uh, one or two chances, and that's enough for them. And they can defend so well. Um, yeah. And they can just soak up the pressure. So the first time we played them, I went to that game at Bankwest. And I'd probably say we were the better team in the first half. Uh, it was just one chance really from Western United. Uh, we had a few chances in the second. They're just, I'm just really pleased with how well they're defending. They only need one goal. And that for a lot of the time, that's enough for them. I think they've probably had about six or seven one nil wins this season. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm really impressed with their defenders. Uh, uh, What's the, is it? Is it the Swiss fella Lacroix? Is yeah, it? Leo Lacroix. He's such a, he's a, yeah. he's, he's a, he's a unit oh, far out. When I saw him or Ogawa uh, going up against him, it's like Gandalf and Bilbo. It's just the height comparisons off the scale. There's um, a great picture actually of Elvis Cam Suba in the same frame. Sorry, COVID. Um, there's a great shot of Elvis Cam Suba and mm. Leo Lacroix and, and Cam Sober looks tiny. Like, yeah. That guy is huge. Cam Sober's not tall by any stretch of the imagination, but Lacroix mm. is. And he's, a, and he's a silky footballer. Like, mm. really good. I guess this moves into just chatting about some of the players that are suiting this system really well for Western. Leo Lacroix is definitely uh, one of them. He kind of starts at centre-back a, a lot of the season he has. Uh, and Nikolai Topol Stanley mm. has throwing back the years. Yeah, yeah, he's he looks really good. I think that freedom when he was at the Jets, it really was him. He was the last mm. hope for Jets. Um, but in this back line, he he's got a lot more kind of strength around him, which allows yep. him just to do a good job. He's great in the air as well. Ben Garuccio and and Josh Risden are fantastic, kind of. Mm. Uh, wide backs to have that they've got the the energy and the speed to get forward and and hurt teams with the ball and 
but they're also quite solid defensively, which has been good to watch. Uh, Jamie Young, we can't forget him in mm. goalkeeper. That's a that was a big signing. Brisbane losing him was huge, mm. uh, and John Aloisi's done a real good job attracting him to Western United because he just seems to be evergreen. He just, you know, he's a great goalkeeper, and when he gets called on, he's pretty reliable. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, I, I think there's a lot to like about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kilkenny in the midfield. Mm. Uh, a lot of people don't like Kilkenny, but he just does a good kind of destroyer's job. He, he doesn't yep. play too much pretty, but he wins the ball back. He's a bit of a nuisance uh, defensively and just shutting down teams on top of the box. Mm. Uh, you've got Lockie Wales playing some really good stuff mm. for Western at the moment. He looks yep. re-energised. He looks like he's just got a bit of a free role to um, get in behind defences which is really good when you do have someone like Diamante uh, flicking in passes in behind. Um, and Alexander Prijevic, he's, he's been an interesting one. Uh, maybe he hasn't hit the heights we all expected at the start of the season, mm. but he's, he's doing quite a decent job and is finding that role as a more of a target man uh, to hold things up against defences, uh, which is mm. where the goal against the FC came on Wednesday night. Uh, Previc holding the ball, holding off the defender, a little flick, and uh, Stephen Lustica, who's scored quite a few goals now this season, just enjoying his time bombing on from midfield. So there, there's plenty to like. You know, we haven't even talked about people like Rene Crin, uh, who's also just a, a really good mm. kind of midfielder. Tomoki Imai is a great step in, in defence. Uh, Dylan Wenzel Hall's up front when... Mm need that change when the, the system isn't working with Prijevic. Renzel Halls is is a really good pressing forward. So uh, plenty plenty of good performances from Western United players uh, that, yeah, sees them rightly, I think, at the top of the table. Yep. How far do you think they can go? Where do you, where do you see them finishing up at the end of 26 rounds? Yeah, see, at the end of the regular season, I would say at this point it it really is between them and Melbourne City for that top spot. Mm. Uh, I think Victory have kind of dropped off a little bit. Uh, Sydney don't look like they're really going to kick on much more. They're kind of just going game by game. MacArthur, I don't think are going to chase them down either. They they have a capitulation in them. Yeah, MacArthur's one of those teams that could be world beaters on their day, but um, yeah. for three weeks in a row, they could concede 20 goals. I just... They're yeah, too right. like they're too inconsistent. If MacArthur, you know, got rid of those really inconsistent days, I think they mm-hmm. could push it. But I think in the moment, City, Melbourne City, are just coming into that form we saw from them last season. They had a bit of a a slowish start, but I think in the past couple of weeks they're really hitting form. Jamie McLaren's finding the back of the net for fun. Um, if they beat Western United at the top for the minor premiership, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. But really. I, I reckon I reckon they can. I just think the way they grind out games, um, they're not particularly enjoyable team to watch in, in terms of do you want to watch a, a beautiful team play, but they're getting the results. I think that's really impressive. Yeah, yeah, and and that's it. We've we've heard a little bit of this just change in style of football that possession doesn't actually win you games. At the end of the day, putting hmm. the goal, putting, putting goals and keeping it out of yours. That's what wins your games, and Western have found a way to do that mm. quite effectively, uh, and still 
rotate their squad well, keep people fit. Um, yeah, it, it's it's been quite impressive to watch. So I think they're definitely kind of being those top two. Finals are, you know, a different story, yeah. really. We know historically a lot of the top two teams do make it into that grand final. But mm. They could not, you know, that's, that's the final finals. And, mm. and when you've got teams like Victory, like Sydney FC, uh, in and around those finals, you, you can't write them off. So uh, that'll be interesting to watch. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that probably leaves us there for our thoughts on Western United so far. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in for this episode. Uh, like we said, you know, if we can crack 25 likes for this video, that'd be fantastic. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Um, we're trying to push towards uh, uh, the half K mark where, I don't know, we're about 40 off um, 500 uh, subscribers now, which is fantastic. This channel has been going for over, over two years now. So um, yeah. Thanks for sticking around for this song and um, yeah, get in the comments and let us know what you've uh, made of Western United this season. Have you been impressed? Do you think they're boring? Um, do you think they're going to capitulate in the next five weeks? Let us know. Um, but for now, we'll see you in the next episode. See you later.